to Grazing Hell, the one and only podcast made by a cow. And today I've got a such a special guest. I've got Happy Black Legend. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Doing? Of course. <laughs> I can't believe you even no, asked me. Siggy I was like, I... seriously? <laughs> I was like, yeah, oh, no. <laughs> no, we've been... We've been friends for a while. I feel like um, in the early, you're an early subscription. I'm a subscriber to you. What do you call your people? Your, do you just call them? I love that you say legends? subscription, especially with your accent. <laughs> it sounds so classy. Like I just, <laughs> I don't know. I don't have any name for my people's. I just say my people's. <laughs> I don't have. Yeah, anything. that's fair. Yeah, no. Um, but yeah, do you want to just, uh, in case the people aren't familiar with you, share what you do, what your channel's about, what you're about? So I like to joke with people that I upload whatever I want, because that's kind of the truth, <laughs> because I'm a multifaceted clown. I have a lot of different interests, and they all kind of like <laughs> just end up on my channel. I mainly talk about, I would say, like political comment well maybe not political commentary just overall social commentary i talk a lot about mm. race i talk a lot about veganism but i also have other interests such as like theater and music and dancing i do pole dancing um but yeah i just i'm a very passionate person so whatever i'm into i talk a lot about and one thing yeah. i really like a, you, a lot of things a lot of people will tell you in order to be successful on youtube you kind of have to have like one shtick but i will say mm. the thing i appreciate about my channel is a lot of people subscribe for me. They don't subscribe just for like one topic. So mm. I feel like that in the end is actually better for you, but it does cause a little bit of a slower growth. But honestly, like mm. I'm just thankful for where I am now. Like I can't believe it. I started my channel filming on my phone, editing on my phone. And so I'm really proud of where I am now, but yeah, so that's kind of what I do. Yeah. <laughs> and so you should, so you should exactly. Like That's what I love about like, some of your videos it will be about like really sort of you know academic stuff like mm -hmm. about veganism and that kind of thing and then you'll have a video where you're doing makeup like princess carolyn from <laughs> bojack horseman <laughs> oh my god I can't this is a real that. video i'm that not making this so up so wild <laughs> This is my makeup tutorial where you can look like an animated cat. <laughs> I am literally done. I forget that people watch my videos. Like, I'll post a video and be like, no one's going to see this. Like, it doesn't matter. And then, like, my friends or people will be like, I saw that one video. And I'm like, why? Like, the weird <laughs> random one. Yeah. <laughs> like, why did you see that? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love the, as you say, like, yeah, you, I, th I don't know if it was before we started recording, but you like called yourself chaotic. Yeah. That's what I love about it. It's just like, it's just a beautiful chaos. And it's just <laughs> that's, wonderful. That's who I, love I am, it. honestly, and my core. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And, it, it, and it's very lovable. It really is. Thank um, you, Queen. So, yeah. Oh, well, um, so obviously, since you are Happy Black Legends and you talk about veganism a lot, in fact, you, you talk about cows a lot. You dress as a cow. You make a very, you make a beautiful cow, I must say. Thank you. Um, I've been told that now. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you want to just tell the people, because I feel like you're a fairly recent vegan, right? Yeah. So it's actually kind of crazy. So over three years, I transitioned into veganism, but it wasn't like an active mm. thing I was doing. I was just literally giving up animal products one at a time. And growing mm -hmm. up, I was surrounded by a lot of vegetarians, a lot of pescatarians. So like meat alternatives is not weird to me. So, like that's one thing mm -hmm. I've never understood with people that were weirded out by stuff like that. Because I grew up eating black mm -hmm. burgers. I grew up eating like, like 
Morningstar has been a staple in my family's diet for years. My family were lactose intolerant. So I grew up drinking mm. a lot of soy milk. And I, in fact, I, I hated soy milk for many years because of it, because I drank so much of it mm. when I was young. And then I drank yeah, a lot yeah. of rice milk. And we growing up, I always had three kinds of milk in my house, usually regular milk, like cow's milk, and then lact, lactate, and then usually like an almond milk or some sort of milk alternative. So growing up, I was surrounded by a lot of like vegetarians in my life. Um, but it wasn't until 2020 that I started really questioning if I could go vegan. And I thought it would be years down the line, but mm. it just happened very slowly. And what, what really pushed me over the edge was, um, I was really broke during quarantine and I couldn't afford meat. So I literally was eating rice, lentils, and frozen vegetables from the Dollar Tree. I don't know if you get something like that mm -hmm. where y'all are, like mm. at the pound store. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but but um, and then it was like two weeks, and I was like, I haven't had meat in like two weeks, and then I was like, you know, I'm gonna keep going. But I was really more plant based. I was still eating honey, and I was doing it more so for the environment. It wasn't really an ethical choice. But Christmas mm -hmm. Day 2020, that's when I watched Dominion. And that's when I realized nah. I can't buy into this anymore. Like I can't do this. And that's mm. that's when I that's when I actually became vegan. But I've been meat free for almost a year and a half now. Um, but yeah, I gave up. Growing up, we really didn't eat pork. Um, I mentioned this before we started, but my mom's a, a minister, so in the Bible, mm -hmm. like you're not supposed to eat pork. But we still ate seafood, so we were frauds. But <laughs> <laughs> but growing up, I didn't really eat a lot of pork, so I never really had to give up pork. And then I stopped eating beef in 2019 because the Impossible Whopper came out. And like mm. I said, growing up, I ate a lot of meat alternatives, so I really only ate beef when I would go out and eat, get burgers. But the Impossible Whopper was so mm -hmm. good that I just stopped eating beef. And then 4th of yeah. July that year, I had a hot dog and it was so disgusting that I just gave up beef at that moment. <laughs> but yeah, yeah for me, it was slow. And that's what I tell people. That's the best way to do it is to transition slowly because I don't know. How did you go vegan? Was it slow? Did you go overnight? It was pretty slow. Like, mm -hmm. I think, you know, I've been vegetarian for I was vegetarian since like the age of 14. And then wow. I stopped for a couple of years when mm -hmm. I was um, the thing is, I wasn't a proper vegetarian. I was pescatarian. So oh. I was a pescatarian. Um, just because my parents... Um, it's hard when you're my, a kid. My yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, it, I was lucky that my parents would even let me do that because some people, like, mm -hmm. wouldn't they don't have be allowed. That. Whereas with yeah. them, they were like, okay, well, how about you still eat fish just because, you know, we're, you know, that's the compromise. And mm -hmm, I was like, okay, mm -hmm. fair. Um, <laughs> then I started eating meat again when I was 18 for a couple of years. And mm -hmm. then I went back to vegetarian, but, like, full vegetarian, um... And I kept trying to go vegan, but just found it difficult because I cooked with other people and mm. that kind of thing. But then in, I think it was, I think it was also Corona, um, mm -hmm. the Panasonic, as we call yeah. it. Um, yeah. <laughs> the Panasonic. Yeah. I mean, I've never been a fan of dairy. In fact, I think I might be a bit lactose intolerant. Yeah. Most um, of us are, honestly. I yeah yeah exactly exactly yeah it's not meant for us is it um I, and i just suddenly was just stopped missing things i stopped mm -hmm. missing chocolate i stopped missing i was just like yeah this isn't too bad i mean actually that's a good thing uh, a good point you mentioned you were sort of meat free or plant-based like mm -hmm. do you want to define the difference oh yeah because I, I know people are going to be like whoa, be whoa, whoa. okay so <laughs> when i was plant-based i was still I was still consuming products that probably had animal ingredients in them. For example, sugar. 
Um, a lot of people don't know that most sugar in the U.S. In other places, not so much, but in the U.S. and in Canada, a lot of refined white sugar has animal bones in it. And I didn't know that because, like I said, I was plant-based. I wasn't doing it for ethical reasons. I wasn't in it for the animals. And then, mm-hmm. um, like, plant-based, I like to explain it in the most simple terms as plant-based is the diet and veganism is the lifestyle. So yeah. you can eat a plant-based diet but still go to the zoo and still um, maybe you still buy leather. Maybe you still wear makeup that has animal products in it that isn't cruelty-free. That's someone I would say is eating a plant-based diet but not leading a vegan lifestyle. And I think people get upset when vegans say this because they're like, don't shame people. Like if someone's being Mm plant-based, that's still great. And that's the truth of the matter. But the issue is people who are plant-based will say they're vegan and then they'll do things that aren't vegan and people will think it's okay to do Mm -hmm. those things and it's not. And that's kind of where the issue comes in. So that's why I say I was plant-based because I was not doing it for the animals. I was doing it mostly for the environment. Also, I just didn't like the taste of meat anymore and I was broke. So Mm. I couldn't even afford meat. (laughs) So I was just Mm -hmm. like... And, and I even, even when I was eating like plant-based during that time, I would always say like, maybe I'll go back. Let's just see how this goes. Now I can't ever imagine putting meat in my body again. Honestly, I don't know. I just can't see that ever happening again. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think it is kind of, I mean, once you go there, <laughs> sounds really ominous, but like once you sort of turn <laughs> vegan or, or you do it for the reason, for the animals, that's the reason you're doing it. I think it is really hard to like see all the things you've seen and then go back i mean we don't need to go into details of what what goes on like exactly i mean i think people know and either they sort of choose to sort of block it out or Mm. they can't and they're like okay i need to really do something about yeah that's what happened Um, to me like watching dominion seeing everything i was like i can't do this like i can't like i was definitely one of those people that blocked it out like like i was like yeah animals die but they die like (laughs) And it's mm. like that just doesn't make yeah. it's just how the world works say. yeah that's yeah. just that's just the way the cookie crumbles and it's like no but it doesn't have mm. to be and i don't know even it makes me laugh when people think like vegans like want to eat meat because like i don't know even the smell i don't know if you experience this but the smell of meat honestly to the god smell. it it makes me want to gag like sometimes if my neighbors are mm-hmm. cooking i'll have to close my vents and my windows because mm-hmm. and i'll light incense and i'll start praying <laughs> <laughs> I can't take it. I'm like, it's spanky. No, I agree. Like, <laughs> I'm the same. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I don't ever want to nice. put that again in my put that in my body again. Like ever, ever, ever. Mm. No, exactly. And interestingly, you started your sort of story, your tale of veganism, saying that you couldn't afford meat anymore. And I think that's like a big misconception with plant based diets. People you like to go to the <laughs> it's a privileged, expensive thing. That and really you're makes very me vocal mad. about yeah. that. Tell yeah. us about that. That really, why that really makes me mad. Because, well, because first of all, and I, and again, okay, I used to think the same thing. Like, there, if you go back on my YouTube channel, you can probably find clips of me saying, I want to go vegan one day, but I'm poor. So, like, you can probably find me saying that. But the thing is, like, veganism has a very rich cultural history that a lot of people aren't aware of. The philosophy of not eating animal flesh is very old. It's not a new thing. The word vegan might be newer in the English language, but the idea of not eating animals and their and their and their liquids and their fluids and whatever and not wearing them, not exploiting them, it's very old, especially in Asian cultures and communities. And I've been really blessed to 
work in like an ethnic Asia, uh, an ethnic like Asian vegan restaurant. And I've learned so much about veganism and history of like mock meats. Like a lot of people don't know that mock meats are old. Like this is not new stuff. And a lot of vegan recipes are not expensive. Like soy and beans and rice and wheat, those are very cheap products. Like, and I don't know, like I don't drive. I do not drive. I have to walk everywhere to go grocery store shopping. I just feel like if I can do it, there's so many people that can do it. And I have vegan friends online who live in, who live all around the world who still are vegan. So I don't know. I don't, I'm not going to sit here and be like, everyone can go vegan because I know that there are people in certain situations who at the moment cannot go vegan. But I do think everyone can take more steps to live a vegan lifestyle. I honestly believe that. And I don't, I think the idea that it's this privileged thing, unfortunately, comes from like influencers, unfortunately. You know, you see a lot of like skinny, yeah. you know, milk complexion, like tall people. <laughs> milky. Like, <laughs> milky icons. They don't just milk, but they are milky. <laughs> Who like, you know, they, they live in these beautiful islands and they, they eat like banana stew slop. Live and that's, in a van. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. That's, and, and they're like, I'm vegan. Uh, and it's like, okay, that's great. But that's not what veganism looks like for everyone. And I think for me, once I started to seek out vegans of color, once I started to look for other vegans who weren't rich, I realized that it's really not that difficult. And a lot of the stuff that I enjoyed eating as a meat eater, I still eat now just vegan versions. I don't know. But Mm-hmm. You know, I live in California, so someone's going to be like, well, you live in California, it's easy for you to say. And I, I agree. That is maybe it's easier for me because I am in California and because I have access to a lot of like vegan restaurants, things like that. But like I said, like, I know so many vegans who don't live in California and they're out here doing the damn thing. So I don't know. Like, I don't know. <laughs> no, that's fair. I yeah. mean, I think, uh, speak for me. I'll speak for myself. <laughs> exactly. I, I don't know. I won't speak for you, but like, I don't expect the whole world to go like perfectly vegan. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I would just like to see people take steps and reducing their mm. animal intake. Like, I don't know. It's just, I, I do think some of these arguments are used in bad faith mm-hmm. and that people will say, like a lot of people that say, oh, it's just like a privileged white person thing like a lot of the people that say that are privileged white people who can't afford what, to go that's vegan that's what makes me go crazy that, if it comes that from, makes me go yeah, if it, that, that makes me go yeah, crazy <laughs> it, if someone if someone who was on the poverty line said that i'd be like oh okay fair enough like you're not in a place to do that like i'm not gonna try and tell you you should you, you're just living you know just live your life but exactly. when, when it's there's a lot of the time people say that are like people on twitter and i'm like not that, that I know that they're all white, but you know what I mean. Like, no, I, I, do you know I, compl- what I, mean? I like, okay, I, I'll have people look me dead in the eye, look me dead in the eyes <laughs> at the restaurant I work at, and they'll be like, yeah, you know, I just, I don't have the time or the money to go vegan. And they're literally spending $200 on like their lunch bill. And I'm like, sure, sure, Jan. Like, <laughs> I, in my opinion, if you have a car, like, I'm talking to Californians, but if you have a car and if you live in California, you can definitely go vegan. Like, point blank, period. That's how I, I don't drive. I don't use Amazon. Like, there are a lot of things that I don't participate in, and yet I'm still able to do it. I also, I'm also very intolerant to gluten. So that further limits what I can eat. There are vegans who can't eat soy, like, and they're still doing it. Mm. So I don't know. For me, it's just like there are steps you can definitely take. And when people, a lot of times, people, think that they're not involved in meat like does that make sense like like right like 
people, one thing I've noticed, and I'm actually going to do a video on this because do you know, do you know Bob Ooh. the Drag Queen and Monet Exchange? Do you yes. know who they are? So yeah, I yeah, love their podcast. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've been getting more into their podcast, Sibling Rivalry, and they have this whole episode on veganism. And Bob was making a point that most people who eat meat are doing so at the cost of our planet and they don't need to do it. And Monet was like, that's not true. There are many people who need to eat meat. And that's the thing. A lot of people think that they are a part of the group that needs meat when in reality, they're a part of the group that's causing the most harm. And it's like, you don't need meat. Like you really don't. I just feel like there are definitely steps you can take. And I took those steps and I took them very slowly. I listened to my body. I gave my body time to like adjust. Like my Lyft driver yesterday was like, oh yeah, I went vegan and I felt terrible. And I was like, what did you eat? And he was like, salad and fruit. And I was like, sir, you were missing the protein. <laughs> like, where were the carbs? Yeah. Like, like yeah. where was the nutrition? Like, and you know what? A lot of people don't know what they're eating. And people don't realize a lot. People don't understand food. That's, that's honestly the real situation because people think they need meat. No, you need protein. People think they need milk. No, you need calcium. They don't understand mm -hmm. that there's different sources for these things. I, I'm not saying that in, in a rude way. Um, like I had to work with, I'm saying that as someone who once had those issues. Like I've had to work with a lot of um, nutrition or dietitians in my life, excuse me. And I learned a lot about food and I was always shocked. Like I was like, I didn't know that carbs were fine for you. I thought they were bad because Instagram told me they were bad, you know, things like that. So mm -hmm. a lot of people don't know about food and that's why they think veganism is terrible because they don't realize that like there's different sources for different things that your body needs. And a lot of people don't realize that out of most vegans are probably more aware of what we're eating than most people. Honestly, like, like if we're being honest, like we, we have to be more aware usually. So yeah, exactly. Know. No, I know what you mean. Exactly. I think it's kind of it's often it's it's excuses you know um oh oh i could no i could never go vegan i used I to say that all the me. time that was yeah i used to yeah. sing that song every day like loudly, <laughs> loudly like you know like and i hear that like whenever you all say that to me i just laugh and i roll my eyes and i'm like do you know how many times i say the same thing and they're like really and i'm like yes like <laughs> like i think every single vegan probably once said they can never go vegan like if we're oh, being yeah. honest like yeah, of course. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so your latest video was kind of about this topic. Do you yeah. want to tell us about it? Oh my God. Well, I was just getting frustrated because I feel like people, like I, I talk about cultural of the cultural hist history of veganism for many different cultures, like not just, you know, black people or Asian people, but there's so many different people around the world whose ancestors ate mostly plant-based, whose ancestors helped create these vegan recipes that we have and love today. And when people say things like veganism is a white thing, number one, you're literally just, you're, you're ignorant to the history of food. You are being ignorant. Number two, you're erasing like hundreds of vegans of color. Number three, what are you doing to make veganism more accessible? What, what are you doing? I just don't know what you're saying. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I just get so frustrated. <laughs> like, I just get so mad, especially because like people will say veganism is a white thing. And then you'll literally have like 10 or 15, like indigenous, black, brown, like whoever vegans like commenting, like, hello, I'm here. And they just, they just yeah, get ignored. And it's like, that's the issue yeah. is people don't. And I, I did, 
I did the same thing. Honestly, I would have gone vegan a lot sooner if it hadn't been for the Black Lives Matter movement. I'm going to be very honest right now. I saw a lot of like really racist statements coming from white vegans and i was on my journey towards Uh, veganism and that really like turned me off from vegans and veganism completely and i was like ew like but i realized like that's like one or two people talking how can i just erase the entire philosophy because of one or two bad eggs (laughs) just eggs or whatever yeah (laughs) yeah but but i was just kind of i i realized like oh, these are people I just don't agree with, but there are other vegans who Mm -hmm. I do agree with. You just have to kind of find your circle. And we -hmm. have social media now. It's really not difficult to go on social media and be like black vegans or, you know, whatever Mm -hmm. vegans. Like, it's really not difficult to find people who look like you who are also eating plant-based. It's really not that hard. And like I said, it's just really frustrating to like remove vegans of color from the conversation. It's And and it's really, it, it, it feels really, really like, it feels... Um, it feels almost like people are doing it on a purpose so that they don't have to confront their behaviors for eating meat or like, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, like it, it just, it's just like, oh no, we're just going to ignore you and just continue talking about one aspect of veganism that we don't like. Like for example, that convenient. vegan teacher. Yeah. It's convenient. Like that vegan teacher, she, yeah. she is so bad. <laughs> she is so bad for us. And I, I just personally, honestly, I, I, I jokingly tweeted this, but I, I do think she really is like. I think she was hired by the meat industry to infiltrate TikTok and make vegans look bad. That is my honest opinion. <laughs> I, I have no proof. What, like the <laughs> tramp stamps? Like how like, the tramp stamps were an yeah. industry plant. She's like a fucking... <laughs> she, she works for like... Dairy industry. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, she is, so, she is so over the top that I wouldn't... I, it's not impossible. Like she, she's very theatrical. She is, just, and she actually uh, has um multiple personas as well. So she might, she could. She be does an like actor. she does characters I mean, and things like that. I don't know. She just, in my opinion, I think she was hired by Big Ag to make vegans look bad. <laughs> That's my honest opinion. <laughs> but like, for example, people will point at her and be like, "This, this is veganism," and it's like, no, 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 it's really that not. is not like. <laughs> is not veganism yeah we don't claim her and we don't like her yeah yeah exactly that being said i i do agree with you when you say that people sort of quite intentionally don't listen to you know normal vegans and just go to the weirdest ones because it helps their argument on the flip side i think what you said about you would have gone vegan sooner if it wasn't for some racist vegans and i think that's a really important point Mm -hmm. because Although there are so many vegans of color and we shouldn't erase them, if you go on YouTube recommended, you're going to be recommended white vegans, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And therefore, I wouldn't blame people for getting the impression that like social media media veganism or like whatever you call it, like as an industry Mm -hmm. does appear very white because the biggest vegan YouTubers, as far as I'm aware... A lot of them are white, right? Like before I went vegan, the people I was mostly looking at was unnatural vegan. Mm -hmm. I did not agree with Freely the Banana Girl, but I watched her. I did watch her. And I was like, this... This, is she still around? I don't know. I love watching her tear down ex-vegans. It'll Her bouncing on that ball and being like, actually. Like, <laughs> like, and she's sipping her like banana slop. I'm like, I can't handle this woman. She's She is bad. Like she is really, I think she's bad for the movement too. But hey. But it's anyways, like a circus. Like, yeah. Yeah. But I, I, so those were the two vegans that were like, 
the biggest vegans that I knew of. And a natural vegan honestly was helping me go vegan. And then during Black Lives Matter, her video was so bad. And then I started seeing all these like vegans, like these people being like, why should we care about humans? The cows are dying. And I was like, okay, like, why can't you care about both at the same time? Like, that's scary. Yeah, it's not, you I don't, don't have know. to choose. Like, yeah. And then to me, it's like, 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 I don't know if you ever saw hashtag pig lives matter, but stuff like that. It oh, was, no, 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 It was no. bad. It was really bad. And did they mean, um, actual pigs or is no, they that meant like, like a a, oh, no, no, no. They meant like actual, like oinkers, like piggies. Like they meant like pigs lives matter. <laughs> like, and I was like, Still, what though. is going on? Still. No, 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 no. So that's all I was exposed to during the month of June. And I honestly feel like I would have gone vegan a lot. I would have gone vegan a few months earlier had I been exposed to different vegans. But see, after all that happened, I just Googled black vegans and just surrounded myself with black vegans. And then I just watched vegans of color. Like, that's what I did. But not everyone's going to mm-hmm. take that extra step, like, after you've been... Because yeah. you were already on the journey. Exactly. The like, I was already kind someone of, like, who's like, Yeah. If there's someone who hasn't, like, ever had any kind of exposure to it, I can see how that would be really off-putting, especially when you compare. um, The biggest one is, like, comparing um, big agriculture to the slave trade or the Holocaust. Those are the big ones. And that, I just think, is so toxic for so many reasons. And you you made a video about this, and you were so... Do you want to tell us your thoughts on that? Because you have I really just, great I don't know. I just think it's really bad. And I hate when, like, white vegans try to appeal to black people and they're like, don't you think slavery is bad? And it's like, okay. Um, I don't know. Like, <laughs> first, like first of all, do like, I don't know. Like, first of all, there's a huge long history of black people being compared to animals. So, like, you doing mm. that is only contributing to that. And then what's really frustrating is you'll express the reasons why that's kind of problematic and then vegans will go well you're being specious and it's like okay like <laughs> i don't have anything to say what do i say like, there's nothing to say so, so i'm just like okay well well you're still being racist like we can just keep going back and forth yeah <laughs> i don't really know but i don't know it's, just, it's not a good look and i feel like i feel like if your goal is to reach more people you should Think about the best way to do that. And I feel like yelling in people, yelling, get, getting people's face and being like, you are contributing to the pig holocaust doesn't make any people. First of all, people have no idea. People don't understand what goes on in factory farms. So when you say that to some random person, they literally think you're crazy. Like, like they, they don't yeah. understand what you're talking about because a lot of people are unaware of the fact that pigs are oftentimes sent to gas chambers and that's how they're. Mm-hmm they usually are either stunned or killed in gas chambers. And that's, that is an honest truth, but people don't know that. So when you're just walking up to someone and being like, you're a pig murderer, you're contributing to the pig Holocaust. It's like, you don't look, it's not a good look. And if you're really trying to help people go vegan, you really should maybe go about in a different way. But also I get it. Cause sometimes I wake up and I am just so mad at everybody, (laughs) but that doesn't give you an excuse to like, be racist or anti-Semitic, in my honest opinion. And again, it just sort of contributes to the idea that veganism is like a privileged white thing. Like, mm. like years before I went vegan, I always, because I, I've always considered myself someone who was left leaning, but I never understood animal rights activists. Never. 
as a teenager, it just made no sense to me. I was like, how can you care about a bunch of chickens when people are dying? Like, it just didn't make sense to me. And then I realized, like, you can care for all. And, like, true liberation means everyone. Like, you know, not just, like, a, a select few people. It really means everyone, mm-hmm. every being. Um, but a lot of people, like, like we already said, like, they just see people being so racist and just terrible. And they're like, I don't want anything to do with this. Like you just, you're, you're nuts. And, and unfortunately that's what happens to veganism a lot of times. Like, I don't know. Yes. And I don't know for me as someone who has always been left leaning and has always cared about the freedom for everyone. It doesn't make sense to me Mm -hmm. to just put all your energy in one basket. Why not fight Mm -hmm. for the rights of everyone? Like it's, you don't have to like carry everyone's struggles on your back 24 seven, but like, it's really not that hard to just express empathy or like kindness to someone. Like it's not that hard, (laughs) but people act like people just act like it's like, it's impossible. And, and again, I thought I, I used to think that vegans were, were stupid. Cause I was like, how do you, how can you care about (laughs) chickens when there's way more going on? But again, you know, you realize oppression is honestly connected a lot. And there's this sort of philosophy called intersectionality. And it was, it was actually, it was actually created by a black woman. And I cannot remember her name at the moment, but Kimberly Williams Crenshaw, she coined the term. And it's basically the idea that oppression is like, okay, we're, we, you and I are both women, right? But the oppression we are going to face is going to be different like we first of all we both are different countries but second of all like you as a white woman and me as a black woman we're going to face different kinds of oppression that's kind of the idea of intersectionality so like for example like like a disabled queer person is going to face a different sort of um oppression than just an able-bodied queer person it's like different and that's sort of the idea of intersectionality and even though the term has sort of been used in different ways and has sort of been blown out of proportion in different ways in my opinion, oppression oftentimes is linked. And especially with animal agriculture, it, number one, it, 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 it's endless murder of billions of creatures, which is just sad in and of itself, but also it, it negatively impacts our planet and humans. It's really bad for humans. A lot of like factory farms are built in poor communities of color and the pollution that these factory farms can cause causes health problems for these people that live in these communities people don't understand that it's not just about eating a burger it's about the amount of harm that it cost and that it took to just have that burger when there's other options they don't see all the harm it took for them to get that burger you know and it, it is really frustrating and like i was i was actually joking with one of my online vegan friends recently because i was like sometimes I, I need to start taking breaks from twitter because it's turning mm. me into a very bitter vegan so like sometimes i just get really <laughs> mad <laughs> Like I, sometimes I just wake up and I'm just on a hundred and I'm just like, if anyone says anything to me, it's going to, it's going to be bad. (laughs) And like, like I've mentioned, I work at a vegan restaurant and sometimes customers will make like jokes about me and stuff. And I just, I'll just smile and be like, we don't do death here. Like I'll just say like really aggressive things. And then later on, like that was kind of rude, but also it's just like, sometimes you just get so mad because it's like, you know, our planet is like dying and like it, it animals are dying and we're dying but no one really cares and it's just crazy to see i don't know 
Yeah, exactly. It's kind of, it's like when you see people say if there's like a really cute video of pigs enjoying life and then people comment like, oh, the uh, but they taste delicious. And it's like, honestly, like, what is yeah. wrong with Honestly, you? yeah. I was telling my friend that like, like I was, I was joking with her because, um, one of my coworkers, some of my coworkers are vegan, some of them are not, but so she's vegan. And I was telling her like, at a vegan restaurant. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. oh yeah. A lot of people, yeah. Ooh. Not everyone who works there is vegan, but I will say since I've started working there, most of the meat eaters who work there, excuse me, I'm sorry. Who that's the matcha. Most of the work, <laughs> most of the workers there since I've started, they've made a lot more vegan choices. And honestly, most of the people in my life since I've gone vegan have made more vegan choices because they're like, like a lot of my friends, they, they joke with me, but like, um, like I'm friends with this couple and they both told me on separate occasions that they can't really, they don't like to eat chicken meat as much anymore because I told them like one of the moments that made me go vegan one day was I was air frying a chicken leg and I was looking at it when it came out and I was just staring at it and I was like, that's a leg. Like that is someone's body. Like, <laughs> and, and yeah, it's I, fucking and, weird. It's weird. I, I'm pretty sure that was the very last time I ever ate chicken. I'm not 100 percent sure because I was eating it and just kind of like chewing it and just like kind of looking around. And the gears were turning, but I wasn't there yet, you know. <laughs> but I just yeah, remember yeah, eating yeah. it. Like this is, I am eating like meat off of someone's body. Like this is freaky. Like I don't know. And it, it that's when I started kind of getting freaked out. And so now. Like he's, he'll send me pictures of his vegan chicken nugget haul. And I love that. And he's pretty much stopped eating cow's milk altogether. He's pretty much only eating oat milk. So a lot of the people in my life have definitely made a lot more vegan choices because of me. And I've had people, people will comment on my videos all the time. Like I'm going to go vegan because of you. And I'm always like, that's insane. Like that's wild. Like, I don't know. I'm happy. Like I'm, I'm happy, but I'm just like, wow. Yeah. Like, I, <laughs> Because sometimes I feel like I'm just yelling from a soapbox and like no one's listening, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I love that though. That's great. Well, it's really, I think I, I talked about this with um the queer Kiwi and Kat yes. um, on one of the first episodes. Mm -hmm. And I was talking about like mental health as a vegan. Like, do you get vegan fatigue? Because mm. honestly, I feel most of the time I feel really hopeless mm -hmm. and I'm like, I just don't feel like we're going to convince people. I don't know. That's a lot of the time I feel like that. I think... How do you deal with that? I, I definitely get that. But at the same time, I've ha I've surrounded myself with community. Number one, like once I went vegan, all my friends and family, like I already mentioned this, but they were just happy to see me eat. So they didn't really care what I was eating. They were just happy to see me start eating mm -hmm. again. So... Yeah. Like they are, all of my friends and family have been a thousand percent supportive. No one in my immediate circle has, they might make jokes, but it's never from a place of meanness. If we're going out to eat, usually it's at a vegan restaurant or a restaurant with multiple vegan options, not just like one little thing for mm -hmm. me. So I, I always feel bad for people when they don't have that community around them, because I think that's honestly the number one important thing is community. And I also work at a vegan restaurant. So I, I am surrounded by vegans a lot. And then even if you don't have that in real life, for example, online, I surround myself with vegans of color, black vegans, queer vegans. That helps me so much. I think having vegans who look like me and have similar experiences like me, um, I think following really nice vegan YouTubers is helpful. Watching uplifting vegan content is really nice. 
I like watching vegans dunk on meat eaters. That keeps me going. That fuels me. <laughs> that's something I do frequently <laughs> um, because I think th- that's honestly the best advice that I would have. I would say like community community is the most important, whether it's online or in real life. Community is what will keep you going. And that's what's definitely helped me mm. go keep going. Um, like all of my friends are so supportive. And I just my heart aches for people who online will be like, like, you know, I'm so sick of my family. They're so inconsiderate. They don't care that I'm vegan and they, they refuse to, mm. you know, respect me. And I'm like, that's, that's honestly terrible. And, and honestly, I feel like if those are the kind of people you have in your life, they don't need to be in your life. Even if that's family, I'm sorry. Like, I don't know, like my friends and my family, they love me for who I am and they accept me for who I am. And they, Ooh. they don't really care. So I feel like community is the number one thing cute animal videos but don't read the comments because like you mentioned the comments are often mm. terrible like i love cows <laughs> but cow videos okay you know what also i this something that really started pissing me off on instagram i would see i would watch a cute cow video but then in the background i'd be like what's going on and i'd click on the profile and it was posted by like a dairy farmer and i'm like you don't get to participate <laughs> in this like <laughs> i don't know so that so i I sometimes like animal videos are like a whitewashing what they're doing. Yeah. Like, like, oh my gosh. Like sometimes I have to like, like sometimes I have to watch the video real quickly and just keep scrolling. Cause if I think about it too hard, like it will go down a spiral, but I would say watching animal videos from sanctuary specifically is probably your safest bet. That rescue. Exactly. But watching cute animal videos, um, cause those comments are always nice, but like cow videos on YouTube piss me off so bad because people will be like, wow, this cow is playing with a ball. It almost makes me feel bad for eating it. Anyways, and then you're just like, okay, like... (laughs) That just gets me so heated sometimes. Like... (laughs) Yeah, that's... What gets me heated is when you get people that, like, love dogs, but don't understand that cows are basically just big puppers it like have oh, you ever seen like the videos of cows playing with a, like running around with dogs they're basically like they're they're, they're peers they're the, they're <sighs> very similar they're so animals, sweet but just they're bigger yeah i love cows so, i i i went to the <laughs> i went to the county fair this year and all the animals i saw there were in poor condition they were in terrible condition Ooh. and it was actually we saw these chickens and at first i was like why is there a turkey in there with the chickens like that's odd um and then as i got closer i realized it was a rooster but it it the others had pecked out its feathers so bad that it was bald like its entire head was bald and my friend who isn't vegan but i think he's on the path to going vegan he's really Mm -hmm. into the environment and he knows a lot about animals so when he saw the state of the chickens he like grabbed me because he realized what was going like we both realized at the same time what was actually happening and then we saw some cows and they they looked terrible and then there was like this pony Mm. the pony rides it was watching it was crazy because the kids are smiling and they're like yay Mm. and the ponies are all just like exhausted and they're walking all slow and i'm like that's wild like that is that's wild like people just i don't know man i don't know i i just i had nothing to say about that but i want to go to like a sanctuary and spend time with like happy cows and like feed them just lay down with them they're my favorite my dream one day is to like 
pole dance for a bunch of cows, like perform for them. Like if I could do that, <laughs> if I could do that, I would be like, that's my goal. They would, I'm sure they'd be delighted, maybe a bit confused, but I think ultimately they'd be delighted. I think so too. Oh my gosh. Like there's actually this weird thing where pole dancers, there's a lot of pole dancers who are also vegan. I don't know what that's about, but there's a lot of them. And the woman, there's this woman on Instagram who I absolutely love. Her name's vegan pole dancer. And she, she taught me, um, I took one of her online series and she got to pole dance for cows. And I was like, you are literally living my dream. Like, and the cows were just surrounding her watching. <laughs> and I was like, that is literally my ideal goal in life. Like, that's on my bucket list. Like, but yeah, I love ca- cows are honestly probably one of the biggest things that helped me go vegan. Like learning about them, watching videos about them, seeing how they interact. Like, I was like, these things are just so cute. And beef was the first meat that I gave up, like, like instinctively just said, mm. I'm no longer eating this anymore. And I also, dairy was actually the first animal product that I completely removed from my life, which is ironic because that's the one I thought would be the hardest. And it was hard. Dairy took mm. me about a year to re- to remove completely from my life because mm. I was addicted it's to cheese. Hard. Yeah, cheese and ice cream. Like not milk, not anything else, but cheese and ice cream. And the vegan cheeses and ice cream back then were terrible. Like, yeah, three and years it's ago, still a bit so hard bad. to find good vegan cheese, I find. You, like, okay, I was, I was going to ask you, like, what's it like in the UK for vegan products? Because in California, I can pretty much get, not just in California, honestly, I want to be clear. I live near LA, so there's an abundance of culture where I live. So if I want vegan Indian food, if I want vegan Chinese, if I want vegan boba, if I want vegan cheesecake, I can get it. Like, honestly, there's there's not, I've had a vegan alternative for pretty much everything except, um, like, no, I, I've actually had a vegan alternative for pretty much everything, actually, now I think about it. Yeah. No, to be honest, it's actually great in London. Mm-hmm. Um, London is amazing for food. Oh, yeah. Anyway. I get so jealous of y'all yeah, sometimes I mean, when I see a new fast food chain yeah. roll something out. I'm like, Christmas. Like- <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and for vegan food, it's actually really good. Um, you know, it, it is. Like, mm-hmm. um, I think the reason I say that it's hard to find good vegan cheese is that maybe it's just because, A, I'm not that big a fan of cheese anyway. And oh. B, I think... Um, there's a difference between like a really good vegan dish and like a vegan product. Like I find, I still find milk and milk alternatives on their own, not very nice, but nice in things. And I think I that's agree. how I feel about vegan cheese. It's like, I can have it in a burger and stuff, but I wouldn't just eat it. As I it see is. what you mean. I that's see what like, you mean. Yeah. I will say follow your heart came out with blue cheese crumbles recently. And that blew me away because blue cheese is one of my favorites that it used to be one of my favorites. Mm. Like, like, blue cheese and ice cream were were dead ass two of the biggest reasons why i thought i would never go vegan and i gave them up first (laughs) so i don't know it's just crazy to think about but like those crumbles were crazy they were insane like they were very close to blue cheese and i don't know like it's getting it's actually getting a little too creepy out here i think for some of the like the mock meats like like i've had some mock meats too close way way like i had a meatball sub a, a few months ago and honestly i know it was vegan because the the place i ordered it from it's a 100 percent vegan restaurant and the owners are have been vegan for like 30 something years but i was like this is disgusting like and maybe that's because i've been pork free for so long but i was like this yeah. is honestly this is this is gross like i don't know and then yeah i don't like it when they're too accurate to be honest i they don't like me so. do you guys have impossible meat out there 
No, oh, I really? don't think so. But we have similar things. Oh, similar. wow. Okay. I, maybe we do. They've gotten wild. No, either. no. That's so, that's unfortunate. I will say. They're going to come to the UK. They're coming. Oh, okay. Okay. They're that's coming. good. They're coming. <laughs> They're coming. <laughs> They're here. <laughs> but yeah, like Impossible Meat helped me go vegan. But recently I tried the Impossible Nuggets and those were disgusting. And I knew immediately that this was made for meat eaters because it honestly tasted like chicken. Like I really was grossed mm-hmm. out. I actually, I couldn't even finish. I ate one and was like, this is, it had that like slimy meat texture. Yeah. And I was like, what is going on here? And the only reason I wanted to try it was because I kept seeing tweets that people's cats thought it was real meat. And I was like, I have to try it. Like, cause cats are like, cats are real meat eaters, you know? So I was like, okay. But yeah, what are some of your favorite vegan alternatives? I'd love to hear. Like, what are some of your favorite vegan products? Yeah. Um, uh, I like, uh, the, I really like a vegan sausage roll. I don't think sausage rolls are that big of a thing in the US, Wait, are they? You don't really. No, no, but have you seen that clip of Born, Boris Johnson going, vegan sausage roll? Have you seen that before? No. That sounds great. No. I'll put that in. I'll put that you in. You gotta watch it. I've also eaten um vegan sausage rolls. Are you have you eaten a vegan I've not, but it's amazing. I'll find but it. But when you I'll said that, that I made that face because I was like, <laughs> Oh I, I've only heard it in the meme. I just forgot it was a real food. Yeah, we don't have what I from the pictures I've seen, it almost looks like it almost looks like a like a like a pastry with just meat inside almost. That's what it yeah. looks like when I see that's, it. That's basically what they are. Okay, yeah, yeah. we don't have we don't have it's anything like a savory, like that. Like, nice yeah. savory pastry. We have pigs. I'm a big blanket, fan of sausage rolls, but that's it. Yeah. Okay, and um, Marks and Spencer, who's I, who uh, are a supermarket, which I don't think you get in the US. No. They are really good with vegan stuff. They do like Ooh. lots of. They have this. They have this thing called like Plant Kitchen, and they have all these. They have like a vegan hoisin duck. Oh, alternative, wow. which is great. Okay, I've never tried um, duck. And they have wild. vegan sweets as well, Ooh. like vegan caterpillars and snakes and stuff, like gummy sweets, which, yeah, no, I mean, we're, we're pretty lucky over here. Like, I feel, yeah, we're good. We're good. California, London, both good places yeah, to be Yeah, honestly, yeah, so. I would say. I, one of my goals, if, if I'm ever, like, if I'm ever, like, I mean, I never want to be as big as Mr. Beast, but if I'm ever even half as successful as he is and I have money, I want to really do this. I want to create, like, a sh- like a show where I would go to, like, some of the most difficult places to be vegan and live there for a month or something and try it out. And I, I really want to do that one day. That's, like, something I've, I want to do really badly. Because That's such a cool idea because I, think, I really yeah. think that would encourage people. Yeah, because, yeah. like, obviously, like, we're sitting here like, oh, we have everything we need, like, you know, but there are people Yeah, exactly. Like, like, we're mean, kind of the worst like, yeah, no. like, obviously, yeah, but, like, I have vegan friends who, like, they don't live anywhere near some place where they can get some of the things we have, but they're still able to make it work and they're still able to get things. Like, I have, I, I have friends who lived in other countries even and they've told me their experiences of being vegan there so i've always wanted to try that out like like i'd love to go to like russia or somewhere just somewhere random well, i mean russia's not random but like just somewhere yeah. <laughs> just even like even in somewhere america viral, like, yeah, yeah like somewhere and just mm-hmm. really see what it's like and stick to a budget that's typical for the area like i really want to do that one day because mm. i think people 
people also people don't know what's in their grocery stores a lot of people don't look in their grocery store i'm someone who yeah, goes up time. and down. yeah, yeah. It, honestly but i'm someone who goes up and down the aisles and i look for things because i find all sorts of new vegan products almost every day not just at grocery stores like like I've mentioned, I've had to shop at the Dollar Tree many moments in my life because I literally was that broke. And even at the Dollar Tree, I actually just bought this vegan gluten-free like um, chia or some sort of like hemp, some sort of pasta thing from the Dollar Tree of all places. So it's it's honestly crazy what they're doing with food. And when I tell people that there's vegan alternatives for certain products, they're really shocked because they don't know that they can get it at their local grocery store. People just don't know that they can go to these places, you know. And like exactly. I said, like I don't, I don't shop at certain stores because I'm against like their their thing. Like I don't like to go to Walmart. I don't like to go to. I don't like to use Amazon. But there are some people who that's all they have, and Walmart has a, a crap ton of amazing vegan products i was actually shocked the few times mm. i've like been and just walked around i'm like that's insane so exactly and mm. i think it's worth mentioning as well personally for me my favorite meals that are vegan aren't necessarily ones with like mock meats they're me just too. things with like beans like i love a chili or they're like pasta dishes yeah. or risotto which is just vegetables mm. like you mm. don't have to get these like because I think those are the things that are the most expensive. Yes, meats. 100% um, the most expensive. Whereas like beans, you know. It's so cheap. Very and cheap. And then after a while, you don't like mock meats anymore. Like like there are lots mm -hmm. of things that I used to love eating when I first went vegan that now it's too much. And even at the vegan restaurant I work at, some of the meat there I do not eat. I don't eat it at all. Right, it's like too, it's too yeah. much. Like like um the owner, she made this smoked pork and the first batch was fine. The second batch, I was like what kind of wizardry are you involved in? And she was like walking around. <laughs> she was marinating these like soy meat flakes like in these bags and she was like, "Look at my meat, honey." And I was like I don't want to eat that, <laughs> but it was crazy. So honestly, like after you go vegan, there's a lot of things you don't like anymore. Uh, but there's some things, you know, every once in a while, I do like to splurge and like treat myself. But I would say the, the most like mock products that I purchase, honestly, are plant milks. I love because I love my matcha. Mm -hmm. So I drink a lot of matcha. Mm -hmm. And a lot of plant milks now, they're fortified, so they have a lot more protein, calcium, B12, than they ever had before. So, I don't know. It's crazy, because I've, I've been consuming, like, you've been vegetarian for a while, or you've, you've been vegetarian before you went vegan, so I'm sure you can say this too, but, like, isn't it wild seeing how many more products there are just within the past few years? It's changed so drastically, and it's I think crazy. that does give me hope how quickly it's changed it makes me think oh how much more could it change and the fact that there's a market for it i mean come on capitalism <laughs> like, they, they just want to make money exactly but if, if that's going to make the money then they're going to go it. bloody exactly. buy those things so they keep making them and just that would that's what i think you know like um, i agree and that's something i wanted to ask you actually if, if there's people who's still listening who haven't taken the step yet but are curious about it what would be your advice to them? My advice, I mean, we've already kind of said some of it, but number one, transition slowly. I just personally think it is, you are more likely to fail going vegan overnight than you are if you just go 
slowly. Like that's just from my personal experience, just from what I've seen. Okay. Um, I think going slowly is the best thing you can do. Number two, veganize your favorites. For me, chickpea, sa- like tuna was a huge staple in my diet. Mm. It, was, it was cheap and my mom used to make it. So I, I had good memories associated with it. But I looked up, I kept seeing like chickpea salad recipes in place of tuna salad and chickpeas are actually a lot cheaper than tuna usually by 10 to 20 cents per can and you get more than you do in a little tuna can anyway so it's a much better value and it tastes just as good to me as tuna salad so that was one of the very first vegan recipes that i put in my back pocket because veganizing your favorites is going to help you set you up for success i saw also on instagram preparing for when those cravings hit when you're first transitioning like for me the only the only like real craving i had when i first gave up meat was buffalo wings for some reason i was really wanting some buffalo (laughs) wings like really badly and it was like a period of two days and i was like god and i was like i really don't want to go get buffalo wings because i've been i've been meat free for almost a month and i want to keep going but like i'm really wanting some buffalo wings And I realized it's not the meat I wanted. It's just the sauce. It's the seasoning. Mm. So I just got some tofu. I marinated in buffalo sauce. I put some onion powder, whatever I got to do, threw it in the air fryer, took it out and ate it. And it was just as good. It it satisfied that craving that I needed. So I think transitioning slowly, veganizing your favorite foods. And the third thing is community. Like I said, online and offline surrounding yourself with vegan content and vegan people going to vegan meetups probably the best though that's probably the three things i would i tell people go slowly um veganize your favorites and um surround yourself with community also like like while you're veganizing your favorites going to your local grocery stores and checking out like their vegan mock meats, checking out all the different products they have, you'll honestly be amazed at what your grocery store sells. And if you buy those products, like we said, they're going to continue to stock those products. So, you know, Mm. and if, if you don't want to go vegan yet, what I started doing was reducing my intake. I started opting out more for the plant-based version when I would go out to eat. Like, for example, for me, a big thing was the Impossible Whopper at Burger King. I honestly give that, that was a huge reason why I ended up going vegan because it was just, it was really nice. And I started trying other impossible products and it was just a really nice thing for me. So that's what I would say. What do you think is the best thing you can do to go vegan? I I would agree. I think um, just start making more vegan choices, more plant-based choices. And I think it, it it seems really intimidating. It does. Um, and that's yeah. why I agree with you that gradually, I think just swaps start Mm -hmm. with small swaps and then eventually it just won't feel like a big deal now interestingly a good friend of mine said she had the opposite experience where she said that she kept trying to gradually going vegan and it it kind of made her less uh what's the word i don't know just kind of it would fizzle out where she said going cold yeah cold turkey did work better for her um that, but she, I think she did go from vegetarian. So what I would mm-hmm. say is if you are a meat eater, maybe start being vegetarian. Exactly. First. That's what and I then, too. And then, yeah, uh, and once you get used to that, you can say, okay, what kind of, kind of what can I swap eggs out for? And mm-hmm. just, yeah, just make more choices is what I'd say. And I think my, my tip as well, and this is more like a mental tip, is that don't expect perfectionism. Like, oh my you know, God, yeah. I think don't be so hard on yourself. 
you're already doing such a great thing by trying to reduce and don't feel bad if like you slip up you know if you just reach for the chocolate and you you know it's it's i i know after you feel a bit shit but like just remember that you've already done so much by not eating so much I mean, meat every you know? vegan so. has made a mistake i've bought oh, products yeah. And then I found out that they had like honey in them or stuff. And then mm. I remember sugar for me in the like learning about sugar. That was a setback. I'm not gonna lie, because that because sugar yeah, isn't everything. I didn't even know that. Oh yeah, no. In the U.S., yeah. there's bones in our sugar, so you got to be careful. <laughs> so there's only Ew. a few different kinds of sugar that we can eat, and that was a huge setback because sugar isn't everything. And there's lots of products out there that could be vegan but because it's just it, it's just sugar and it doesn't specify what kind you you just wow. don't know so that that was hard and you know what there are some vegans in the u.s who don't pay attention to the whole sugar thing they just live their lives and that's totally fine for me i just did not like the idea of eating bones so i didn't want to do yeah. that but, <laughs> but yeah. you know like no no you mean it's yeah. like a squeamish thing yeah yeah interestingly like you that. you said that um i was told i had this in um the episode with the queer kiwi we mm -hmm, talked about mm -hmm. i don't know which burger it was at burger king but we talked the about the, the fact that in the uk yeah that they cook it with animal fats and like we were saying that in our opinion we don't consider that vegan because we don't want to eat like animal juice exactly whereas there are people in the comments who said um that they disagree with this and that they think that you know it it, it isn't really added harm because like the meat that was cooked mm. in the restaurant was going to be cooked anyway and like it doesn't actually make a huge difference to them and i do think that some people do just do it differently and you know what i'm like I personally would find that gross and I don't want to yeah. ingest animal juice. But <laughs> if you are a vegan who is okay with that and it's not, it's not a squeamish thing. Like I, I'm just happy that you're cutting out, you yeah. know what I mean? And like, um, for example, some people, and, and I think this is another thing, like when you say you accidentally buy something that's not vegan, I always think it's better not to waste food it, unless mm -hmm. you've got like an allergy and it will I usually will, I, I usually give it to people. I give it to my, my neighbor is a chef. So I give it exactly. to her. I give it to my family. I'll exactly. go to, like I said, I work at a vegan restaurant, but not everyone there who works there is vegan. So I'll give it to people at work. Yeah. I try to exactly. get rid of it because I don't like to waste food either. And that's such an issue. Like, the fact that you brought that up, that up about the animal fat thing is so fascinating because that actually happened to me. I went somewhere and ordered fries and I asked if they cooked the fries in the same oil as they do the meat and they told me no. And I got really sick. And I thought it was because I had gluten because I had gluten that same day. So I thought I was getting sick from the gluten. Mm -hmm. And then later on in the week, um, because I, I, I have an air fryer, okay? So I so leftover fries, mm -hmm. you throw them in the air fryer, they crisp right back up, right? So I was eating them throughout the week. And then like the last bit I had, I looked in the box, there was chicken bits at the bottom and I was so mad. And and that's why, so I get sick. I don't know about anyone else, but I actually get really mm. sick if, and I can tell when something's cooked with the meat. And I And whenever I go out to eat at a, regular restaurant i always have to ask like i just tell them i'm allergic and so that way they take mm -hmm. it more seriously but i i'm like i can't because I, I will get like really sick i get really bad stomach cramps and 
I'm not going to go into further detail, but (laughs) it's not fun. No, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I agree. And that's another point, actually. Yeah, there are people that go vegan for health reasons, not necessarily for animals or the environment. Um, Someone I follow on Instagram, like, they're literally allergic to me. It makes them horribly ill. So, you know, that's why it's really important to respect people's dietary things. Even Mm -hmm. if you think it's silly, it's their body and they deserve bodily autonomy. If they say they don't want to eat something, don't make them Mm -hmm. eat it. It's Mm -hmm. golden rule. I agree. I agree completely. Yeah. But... Yeah, I, I think that's a good note to end on because I think you gave wonderful advice. I know. I um, talk a lot. <laughs> no, you, you, that's what I love. That's what we want. It's a pod. That's you know? good, yeah. Got to talk. Um, do you want to tell the people where they can find you? Tell them your, plug um, your stuff. Tell, all tell righty. Them. Time to plug away. I am <laughs> Happy Black Legends on most platforms, Instagram, Twitter. I'm not on TikTok. Maybe one day. TikTok scares me, though, so... Same, terrifies. <laughs> I am. Li- I, it terrifies every and every time. Every time, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna download that app. I'll see a screenshot of something, and I'm like, I'm not downloading it. Like, <laughs> I'm just not gonna. No, do it. <laughs> it's like someone defending genocide, like, and you're like, no, yeah! actually, like, you know no, what? Actually, I'm alright. I'm alright. Like, and I'm you like, know like what? I don't, I'll just. I'm like, I don't need it. TikTok is, it. TikTok is so scary. But yeah, I'm also on YouTube. That's where I mostly <laughs> post is YouTube. And then if you want to further support me i do have a patreon but yeah i all my links are always in my link tree link which is everywhere so that's where i be but exactly. thank you i can't just quickly you show here. you Siggy. Oh, oh no queen i'm petting her on the laptop screen oh oh she's responding to my pets <laughs> she knows i'm there <laughs> hello Siggy. <laughs> she is so she's but no honestly icon. it's been <laughs> she is she is she is as well as the cow um no thank you for coming i i feel like we've you know this has been a long time coming i know watching each other's journeys you've been along with my journey since very early on and i really appreciate that you know i appreciate you in fact, for you're in one of my videos no. <laughs> the one where i did 100k yes i forgot I roast about my that. subscribers yes, that was fun but i don't really roast you no, i was I'm like oh you're too cool <laughs> Yeah. No, but thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. I really appreciate you for like supporting like smaller creators. Like you do that all the time and you always uplift like marginalized creators' voices, which is so important because like you mentioned earlier, the algorithm, it, she's really shady and she don't like us all the time. So she I really, is. I really <laughs> yeah. appreciate it because it's that's, the that's least really I important. Do. I really appreciate it. Thank no, you so honestly, much. Absolutely. Oh my god. Shall we say shall we say shall we say goodbye in yes. the classic bye-bye bye-bye now? Um yeah, I'll count yes. this down. So okay. in three wait, can two, I say it in an accent? One. Goodbye. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, say it how you want to. However you like, put your own spin on it. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.